Listeners, welcome to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast. We talk about the movie Forrest Gump, four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hello. It is the end of the line for the bus. We're okay. we're at the station uh, mm-hmm. where all the homeless guys are, and we're going to get kicked off because the driver wants to go home. The bus driver is jostling us awake right now. <laughs> From one of Duff's tra- trademarked bus naps. Yep. <laughs> we have the only person who is willing to still listen to our story. Um, our uh, <laughs> guest, he closed out Titanic Minute, and he's back to close out Forrest Gump Minute. Our good friend, friend of the show, Rob Dog. Hey, hey, call me call me Bobby Jenks, because I'm a closer. Bobby <laughs> Jenks reference. <laughs> that was for you, Rob. Yeah, some <laughs> no, I I don't think a single listener is going to catch the Bobby Jenks reference. Pe- but people who were into the Chicago White Sox 15 years ago are delighted <laughs> right now. We got our bus stop friend. We got Rob here. I'm gonna call him Rob Dog to differentiate from the other Rob. Um, and also, this show, the show, I think this podcast has the most Robs per episode of any podcast. Well, it's at least and the most robbed <laughs> and the most robbed listeners. <laughs> that's true <laughs> a lot of overlap in that venn diagram yeah yeah uh, uh shout out to robert redford i know he's a big fan <laughs> um rob so Lowe, you know what you did you suck <laughs> uh let's uh let's let's get started with a question that i've honestly been waiting for for this moment to ask this question for you rob buddy i know you got him what's a public transit story yeah, I've got a handful, so yeah. I'll I'll, tr- I'll try to just go with a couple. Um, okay. I'll go with the least funny one first, and save the the funnier one for last. Uh, so oh, I so read... the first one is the one we cut out, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Can it be uh-huh. after? Um, so, I ride the bus to work, or I did uh, when I used to go to work. Now I just work from. Um, my second bedroom slash closet slash drum room. <laughs> and, uh, but I used to love riding the bus because it would give me 30 to 35 minutes a day to read. Um, update on the pandemic, I've stopped reading. Um, <laughs> so I get on the bus, I've got a Kindle, I'm reading my book, um, and there was a guy that I've seen on the bus twice uh, who, uh, you, you might find this shocking i'm i'm a i'm a be present kind of guy i don't like people to be just all up in their phones all the time yep uh but i don't appreciate what this guy did he basically heckles the whole bus and wants to know why no one is talking to each other um so he just he's he spends the entire time he's on the bus like yelling at the whole bus that like is this is this what madison is now we don't talk to each other we're just looking at our phones we're just looking at our devices did people um, used to talk to each other on public transportation? <laughs> no. Not, in not fact, that I'm aware of. In fact, as as most of our guests have proven, that's a scary proposition to be talked to on the bus yeah, by a stranger. Yeah. The that, whole magazine business is based off of having something to look at so you didn't have to interact with strangers. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this how, guy's- how old was this person? Because that's... Uh, this sounds like a greatest generation argument. No, he. I was. I would say he was in his thirties. Oh, come on! Absolute there, freak. There, there might have been some mental illness going on, so I don't want to like. I want. I want to tread pretty lightly here. But um, okay. the and not great on the old IQ chart that uh, they bring <laughs> out in Forrest Gump. Correct. <laughs> Correct. 
Uh, so eventually this lady is like, hey, my name is Joan. Would you like to sit down? And so he sits down, and they start talking about, like, what they do. She's a nurse. And uh, so this goes on for a few minutes, and then he gets startled all of a sudden and, like, yells at the driver, like, what stop was that? And uh, <laughs> he had missed his stop by, like, four <laughs> stops. <laughs> so, so you'd think maybe he should pay more attention to where the bus was than whether people are looking at their phones or reading. Oh, wow. That's, that's incredible. Um, the other story, this is like, uh, this was hard for me to believe when it happened, and when I think back on it, I still have a hard time believing it. So this was on the way home from work. Um, I typically have, you know, a, a traditional seat where I sit or area at the back of the bus. Um, this woman uh, was acting sort of, I will say, tweaky. Um <laughs> As we were getting on the bus, and so I decided I wasn't going to go sit in the back. I was going to sit in the lower portion uh, next to someone. And so this woman goes up to where I would normally be sitting, and uh, the woman who was in front of me had gone up and sat up there, and uh, the woman who was behind me, who was, I'll I'll call her the tweaker, um, (laughs) tweaker. (laughs) she asks this woman who had gotten on in front of me if she can borrow her phone because she really needs to call her mom. Um, <laughs> and the lady says, no, I don't, I don't think I'm comfortable with that. Um, imagine loaning your phone to someone uh, during COVID. Um, uh, yeah. this, was, oh. this, this was pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then this woman loudly is just like, oh, I, get, I don't know why everyone attacks Madison when they're on the bus, but it's like, oh, Madison is known as such a nice place, and... I can't even use a phone just to call my mom and let her know that I'm going to be late. Um, And so the lady is like, fine, here's my phone. She makes a call. It clearly was not her mother that she was talking to. um, From, uh, I I don't have any life experience at this, but it it seemed pretty clear um, that she was uh, scheduling a a drug pickup of some kind. Okay. Um... (laughs) So she gives her phone back and everything's Maybe fine. Maybe her mom's a drug dealer. That could be. Uh, yeah. Could be. Um, more, I, I hadn't thought of that, so thank you. I'm, I'm being mm-hmm. very close-minded about this. <laughs> so we're riding and riding, and we get on the other side of the square, and eventually this woman like basically runs up and talks to the driver for a minute, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So we everyone's now looking at their phone. That other guy would be losing his mind right now because everyone's looking at their phone to yeah. not like have contact with someone who's doing weird things on the bus yep so uh we stop at a bus stop and she goes to the back door and says okay i'll be right back i'll just be a minute um, <laughs> and so she, she gets I lo- out the, i love this woman she uh she gets out out the back door and pers- there, there's a church right there in the, <laughs> in the front lawn of the church <laughs> And uh, she proceeds uh, to uh, pull her pants down and squat and uh, <laughs> urinate on the lawn of the church. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the bus, because the bus stop is basically right at an intersection, he like closes the doors and starts pulling away. And she thinks that he's leaving, but in reality, he's just pulling up a little bit to sort of get away from the intersection. Yeah. And uh, she just starts yelling at him and calling... <laughs> Calling him uh, someone who has, has sexual relations with his mother, um, <laughs> but in in more stronger terms than that. 
Yeah. Um, and he still waited for her and, and let her get back on. Um, she had the transfer. Got to let her on. <laughs> so that was uh, that. I, I just found it fitting that she's like, I really got to go to the bathroom. This churchyard looks good here on this busy street. <laughs> so, so. What do you think she told the bus driver? Do you think she says, like, I'm going to go pee in that yard? Or do you think she was like, I just got to go run inside to use the bathroom? Oh, I 100% think she was honest and said, I really have to pee. It's an emergency. Like, can you stop and let me out? I'll just be, like, 30 seconds, and then I'll get back on. Yeah. I mean, I you got to let her off. You can't have her pee in the bus. I mean, I, I also thought for a minute he was just leaving her. Like, obviously, I didn't hear the conversation. But <laughs> that, cla- that classic gag when your friend gets out of the car to pee and you start pulling away. <laughs> I mean, that would have. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I think it would have been okay to drive off, right? I, I mean, I, I feel like I might have if I were that driver. But <laughs> I mean, bus drivers deal with so many people like that. Maybe he's just unfazed. Like, who, who knows? Maybe that was the not even the first urination he saw that day. And she might be a regular on the route, and he's like, if I don't say yes to this, I'm going to have to deal with her going nuts for the next three months, you know? Oh, hey, it's it's Tweaker Peas a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. I mean, I will say that I've been on the bus many times when the driver, like, stops at a stop and then, like, goes into a gas station to pee, which I understand because, like... You have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so maybe it was like sort of out of that vein of kindness that like, well, I make people wait so I can go to the bathroom sometimes. I can I can give this I, lady a chance to pee in a churchyard. I had an Uber, <laughs> I had an Uber driver uh, while he was taking me to the airport stop and use the bathroom at a gas station. Huh. It was very weird. And then later on he got a speeding ticket and it was <laughs> even more awkward. It went from like a really pleasant conversation to an older man to him using the bathroom, you thinking that's weird, but then continuing the conversation, and then he got pulled over for speeding and had an <laughs> argument with the police officer, and then and then didn't say a word to me and just played Christmas music really loud for the rest of the ride. As we, and we were pulled over on the freeway, so I I couldn't do anything. I just had to sit in the back of the car as the police officer like was like you were speeding i need to write you a ticket and this guy was screaming at him and i was just <laughs> sitting in the back seat at least your chart you've already known the price is locked in it's not That's like <laughs> five star review i assume i gave listen i had so much guilt i gave him four wow isn't that terrible i was like i don't want this guy's already had a rough enough day yeah man gotta gotta support the gig economy workers don't rat, um, don't rat them out so so Rob, Forrest Gump. Yeah. What do you think about this movie? What's your what's your what I mean actually since we're kind of towards the end of this, what's your feelings on this pre listening to it 4 minutes at a time and now on this on this date, how do you feel about it? I mean, I feel that you guys have really ruined this movie for me. Um yeah. JK, by um, making you watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. When when it came out, I don't remember um if I saw it in the theater or not. Um, but I do remember that for Christmas one year, Santa brought the, the VHS uh, oh, version. Thanks, yeah. Santa. And uh, so we watched it as a family. And like from that point on, like I, I've always been interested in history. I loved history in high school. I ended up uh, getting a degree in history, which I don't use at all. But um, Well, it's a history degree for you. Exactly. You don't, you don't work at the history factory? 
I don't, and as I told my parents when I graduated college, uh, I, I don't actually work at the History Channel. <laughs> um, so I like history, and so this movie, you know, I was in high school at the time, um, and liking history, and this walks through history, and I didn't really know a lot about Vietnam, because I think you guys have touched on how little is taught about Vietnam in, mm-hmm. uh, in history class. Um, so um, I really liked the movie growing up, uh, and it was it's the kind of movie that like when it's on like cable TV and I'm flipping channels, which I don't do anymore because I don't have cable, um, I would stop and like if this movie was on any time, I would watch it. That said, mm-hmm. um, it's been a very long time since I watched this movie. I I have not watched it since you guys have been talking about it four minutes at a time. Um, but I do appreciate uh, the discussion and the deep dive that you guys have done on it um, and poked holes in uh, a quote-unquote historical movie. So so you, you did not – I'm actually surprised you did not see this in the theater, to be honest. I mean, I could Actually, have. I shouldn't be surprised. Actually, I shouldn't be surprised. This came out in 94. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was 32 at the time, but still, <laughs> still living with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have um, been like a freshman in high school, so or a sophomore in high school. Um, so I couldn't drive yet. Um, you weren't going on a lot of Forrest Gump dates. No, no, didn't didn't go on a lot of dates. Um, well, join the join. I'm glad you're part of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can bring a a whole new perspective we don't quite understand. <laughs> um. Wasn't until Duff, my junior year that I started dating. Is here's a question: Is Forrest Gump a, a good date movie? Oh, oh. Um, I mean, I'm not the relationship expert. Yeah, we should have asked this for Jamie. That's it. I actually, uh, God, I mean, she, she does die at the end, which makes it tough. Yeah, but I kind of think yes. It's too long. I mean. The dorm it room is. scene sets up for something later on after the movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, so I, as Joe pointed out, yeah, this this is a long one for a date movie. But oh, other than that, I feel I feel like it's a uh, a crowd pleaser. I feel like it's you know a Tom a Tom Hanks movie is a safe bet for a first date. It's yep. good common ground. It it gives you something to talk about afterwards. Like I think it's a movie you could discuss. I, okay, so that's that's actually a question. I don't think we've ever answered. Normal um, people would have talked about this long ago, but because us and our dating <laughs> expertise, literally like the the second to last episode we record, we're like, huh. What what is what is a movie? What is what is a uh, what are some movies you've gone on dates to see? That like that maybe weren't great date movies. Does that do you, you know? the Lobster? <laughs> but it worked out with that with that woman yeah she walked out halfway through but i i stayed (laughs) i stayed well we paid for the tickets i'm gonna watch the movie oh yeah i mean you can't you can't eat oh yeah dollars and it's funny because i i didn't really like by the end of it i was like i didn't really care much for that movie but (laughs) 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 for like halfway through it i was like well let's see where it goes you know, so uh, did she? This, this is our. Right? I've told that. I've told this. Story. Uh, well, I was. I didn't know for sure that she left. She just got up and walked away, and I was like, "Well, she left kind of abruptly, but maybe she just has to go to the bathroom." 
then I realized, like, oh, it's been like 15 minutes. I think she might have just left. And I was like, well, well, that's not, well, I was, that's not your fault then. Well, I think after like 15 to 20 minutes, you're supposed to like assume that something's not okay. But I was like, well, there's plenty of like bars and stuff around here. I, I was at the. I was at the Oriental, so you know. They, oh, she could've, yeah. She could have gone to the Landmark. She could have gone to the... Uh, sure. Uh, um, she could have gone to Ma I, Fisher's. Yeah, just have a little like breakfast for dinner. Um, yeah, a little French toast. So side sidebar to a sidebar, I think it's a very Midwestern thing to not walk out in a movie. Because I always hear people out doing that. It's like, oh, you got to get your money's worth. Gotta, oh, yeah. I, I've never left. I've never, you can't movie. leave a movie. That's psycho. I know. That's... I've... I've never done that. I've movies that from like moment one I knew I hated. I'm like, oh, now I gotta finish this. Well, I gotta Stuff do. You, you gotta simmer in together. it. You gotta simmer in it and just feel and, that hate. And you and you gotta. That makes you appreciate the good ones more. This is what I'm saying. Like I, you always hear. I think it's like a, a coastal elite thing to like. Oh, this movie's uh, walking out in this. Like no, no, you sit in that. All the all the New York film Twitter types will be like, "What's the last movie you walked out on?" And then like, it'll be this big long thread of all these people like. And it's like you, you out of touch, hoity-toity elites with your trust funds. You can just afford to walk out on a movie you paid twelve dollars to see. Are you I, kidding me? I, I didn't walk out on seeing the movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? The where she's the that's basketball the coach. coach? That that's yeah, the one where the she becomes the coach of, of the, the Knicks. Knicks. And honestly, in hindsight, not far fetched. Like, could she do a worse job than <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, they should hire her. They should hire her. Well, not now. Now they actually hired someone okay. But, but, but yeah, anyway, they, if if I sat through that, yeah, I'm I'm. There's anything that I, I'm not walking. I would out say the only scenario is if you know walking out, you can just walk into a different screening. Oh, of a different that's going to start, yeah. and you won't miss anything. It's like, well, I know, you know, this other movie's starting in like five minutes. I'll just leave and go walk into that one. And I'm like, then you're still getting your money's worth, but. Yeah, and I've definitely done. I've done the like. I mean, who hasn't like the multiple movies on one purchase yeah. thing? Uh, God, I hope. Rob- I hope the Marcus Theaters guy breaks down your door right now. <laughs> and his little talks uh, with the stupid ass commercials before the movies. <laughs> Don't get me started. I hate him. I hate him so much. Rob, to well, he- to your question about weird weird date movies, uh, one I can think of is that my college girlfriend and you, you will love this uh, are like our second or third date something like that was to brian de palma's femme fatale <laughs> oh, no that's yes. good though it's sexy isn't it yeah i've never seen it's it but be- i'm assuming it's, it's sexy sec- starts it's, off with a real sexy scene it's, it's right up rob's alley i'll say that what um, the best date movies are the are the sexy ones or the ones with thrills and chills you want the thrills yeah. and chills get the adrenaline so, going so this isn't quite a going to the theater experience but it's uh, you'll you'll appreciate it is uh in high school once uh we did the like me and my girlfriend in high school did the thing where it's like oh you want to put on a movie sure and you know vhs and chill yep yeah, vhs and chill um so I, let me put it i'll put it tactfully this way we saw half of the movie but that movie was the movie Stepmom with Susan. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Which one was that? I, I, with, it's a cancer death movie. It's where it's with Susan Aww. Strandon and Julia Roberts, where like Julia Roberts. <laughs> I don't was remember the, that. I, it was a minor hit in like I don't know, ninety eight, ninety nine. <laughs> were you making so out it, during it? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, uh, it's like uh, that Seinfeld episode with people making out during Schindler's List. Yeah. This isn't as. It, and you're not paying attention, like Jesus. It's why is it's she really bald funny. Now? I was trying to think, like, does anyone have like a making out to an appropriate movie? But I can't think of I can't think of a good one for me. But Stepmom's pretty good. And I never. It's, it's like we so you know we saw like the first half hour or so, and then things happen. That's like, oh, Susan Strand's looking pretty sick. What's going on here? <laughs> Um, I went on a second date with my now my wife. Uh, we saw Training Day. Not a great, not a great date movie, guys. It's a good movie. I enjoy Training Day. Not a date movie. <laughs> the, the conversation afterward is all kind of awkward on a second date. <laughs> oh, I guess we just shouldn't trust anyone, huh? Yeah, boy, Denzel. <laughs> he still looks good, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, the, and the other like early movie we saw together, uh, which is just like a weird movie. And probably our first like movie that we saw together, it was at like a Cinematheque that was just like very strange, and we didn't know how to like deal with it. Was uh, David Lynch's Wild at Heart? Mm. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I actually I, I got a good answer. I, I took a date. I, I drove her all the way to Madison to see a screening of that 3D movie that Godard made. Oh my god! And <laughs> she was actively not looking at the screen by like halfway through the movie. It's 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 a it's a horrible movie, and Go- Godard is the most full of <laughs> filmmaker ever. Uh, I mean, he has like he does have some good movies, but uh, oh yeah, he for sure does. But, but man, a three D late career John Luke Godard movie. It has some interesting parts, but like it also features a scene where a guy's just like on the toilet for like three minutes talking to his wife in a long take and you just hear all of his bathroom noises <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking like this was not only did I make her come but it's in 3D yeah exactly not only did I make her come to this but we drove all the way to Madison for it <laughs> it's really bummer you didn't invite me to that screening uh, Duff do you want to well, what, what's Rob Dog's answer oh yeah sorry Rob Uh, I mean, I've been sitting here trying to listen and think. Uh, It's been a long time since I've been on dates, guys. Um, You know, since I was 34 when this movie came out. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't really, I I can't think of any. Um, I went to a lot of movies in high school um, on quote-unquote dates, you know, Mm -hmm. with my girlfriend. But uh, I don't don't remember much. The Elephant Man? (laughs) That's probably about gonna... when you started dating, right? 1980? Yeah. That's when my parents finally allowed me. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Schindler's List, but then it came up with uh, the, the Seinfeld bit. Oh, you did go on a date and see Schindler's List? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and afterwards, we were just like, that red dress was pretty. Did she, <laughs> did she know about Schindler's List? Like, did she know what she was getting into yeah yeah yeah, yeah well i don't think it was possible to go see that movie and to yeah, not know yeah, what yeah. it was I, like I, about. I, yeah. it's like it was some yeah. uh, the little known indie movie like oh it's this little picture that uh yeah, steve spielberg go shopping it's, it's a christmas movie and it's about the elf who manages santa's list <laughs> oh yeah schindler yeah he checks it twice <laughs> i think it's kind of weird god never mind i'm not gonna say <laughs> oh man schindler man that elf does not get enough credit um uh tough you have you have your uh your standard question uh so who do you want forrest to meet 
who's a, a celebrity or famous person in the, the baby boomer era of the 55 to 80. So I've spent a lot of time thinking about this question because I've been taking long walks, uh, listening to you dudes just laugh and, and your guests. Um, and I, I'm not totally caught up, so I apologize if this is a, uh, a jaded answer already mm-hmm. used. But um, I think it would be neat if Forrest met Donald Trump. Oh, I don't think anyone said that. So, and, nope, and, and, no one and hear, said that. Hear me out. Um, okay. So throughout the movie, uh, everything that Forrest touches basically turns to gold, right? <laughs> you know, like the shrimp and buzz business, uh, the smiley face, uh, the uh, happens, mm-hmm. or pardon my language. Um, and at the beginning of his career, uh, for some reason, Donald Trump was thought that anything he touched turned to gold as well. So I think it would be neat if um, they met and Forrest taught Trump about the power of filing for bankruptcy <laughs> and, and, scru- and screwing the construction industry. Or if he, try, or if he tried to buy Bubba Gump shrimp. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if they did an update of, like, where's Forrest now, like a Forrest Gump 2, and Donald it's, Trump were in it? It would just be like, he gave Forrest Gump his start. It's Bubba Trump sh- shrimp. Also, also, Forrest would be Secretary of the Treasury or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, would have a, he would have a plum cabinet position. That's good. He'd That's be the good, yeah. he'd be the press secretary. I mean the my is... the my pillow guy is one of his top surrogates. If he could <laughs> if he could land the the Gump endorsement, he, Gump would be like the face of his campaign. Yeah. So that when we develop the often talked about millennial Gump, he can meet Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of Joe, you've got a millennial Gump question. I, I honestly don't remember what it is. It's been so long since we did this. Uh, it's about it's about music. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So you're a former DJ. I, I mean, I had a radio show. I don't know if I'd call myself a DJ. I think that counts, doesn't it? Maybe not. Uh, I mean, well, you that... chose music to play. Yeah. 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 I mean, you yeah. literally were a DJ. That's fair. That's, you were a disc jockey. So uh, I I could say could we say that you're the podcast music expert? Oh, sure. Repeat guest, uh, a Celine Dion scholar. And former DJ, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and and loves loves jock jams. Oh man! <laughs> and so we like the remake. And and since we've last kind of really talked about this, there's been the Hollywood has churned out even more of the just absolute worst remake ideas and origin story ideas. Did you guys see that they want to do like the origin story TV show of uh, Nurse Ratchet from? Um, yes. Oh, just yeah. Clock horrible. Orange. Not Clockwork Orange. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, should be, <laughs> there should be an origin Clockwork Orange TV show. How'd they make that milk? Uh, <laughs> so when they remake Forrest Gump for the Millennials, which, which uh, band do you think should be featured as one of like the the key artists of our generation? Or key songs? Well, the problem is that I'm Gen X. So... Um, this is a hard question for me because I'm not a millennial. So um, you, you just don't care? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just sitting over here. No one cares about me. I don't care about anything. Um, let's see. Um, well, okay. I feel like this has come up before, but for, uh, for Gen X, I'd say it's got to be like Dave Matthews Band. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think I think we did have. I, I actually, I'm sorry, Rob, but I, I think that's no, I, a great think... idea that that Forrest Gump could have been conceived at a Dave Matthews Band concert. Totally. Oh my god! Like that's <laughs> like that's how the movie starts. Is his mom is like uh, like humping some frat guy at a to Dave crash, Matthews Band crash band. into me? <laughs> yes. Speaking of of uh, Dave Matthews, I want to I want to give a shout out to a listener. Uh, David, who <laughs> David um, Matthews? <laughs> no, not David Matthews. David, who his wife is a Dave Matthews band super fan, <laughs> and she told him, she, I'm sorry, he told her about our slander on Dave Matthews band. <laughs> like, don't care at all. And I said, you know what? <clears throat> why don't you, why don't you put a playlist together? Oh, of, I'm not listening to this. Absolutely not. And I don't know if this was legit or if she just tried to troll me. There was like a bunch of like fifteen minute live cuts. In yeah, it. that's what they're like. <laughs> they're ab- they're psychos. Let me tell you, it did not change my opinion. I appreciate the <laughs> I, time she put into it. I appreciate like, you know, I get that. Like there's things I like and people don't, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You should give this a try. And it, the fact that they give it a try and it's like I appreciate that. Sure. Um so I appreciate the attempt. They still suck. And um, <laughs> does he does he scat during any of the songs during the jams? I I, I mean it was. Uh, Doesn't he do that? He, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. It did, was. Did it you was get a contact a, high just from doing that, listening to him? <laughs> At least that would make it, it fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was a very long playlist, um, just because the songs were so long and. Uh, I can't say I came away with any more appreciation. Uh, as as uh, as Denny Green famously said, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> we let him off the hook. Crown him. <laughs> Crown him. We thought they are. Rest in power, Denny Green. It it does sound like uh, David's wife just had so much to say. <laughs> is, that a, is that a is that a song reference to, to them? You were listening it to is, those jams, is. and you're just like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> I, I do have to admit something. Um, I've seen Dave, Dave Matthews Band in concert a lot, probably more than any other band. Uh, oh what? But, but but not since like 2000 or 2001. Okay. Well, did I, you follow up? Did you follow him around in a van? Oh like no, that? no. Okay. I've I, seen him at like Alpine Valley a couple times. And okay, first I'm convinced everyone in Wisconsin has seen Dave at Alpine Valley because I've heard that phrase. I've heard that phrase more residency. times more times than I love you in my, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I I would correct you on one thing, Duff. Um and that and I'm going to come back to this, okay? I'm going to say 10 to 20% of the crowd at a Dave Matthews Band concert is just there to party. Oh yeah. If not more, right? I would I would I would say it's <laughs> it's way up there. But, but and then yeah. I'd say about another 40 to 50% is people who got dragged there by their significant others. <laughs> I have one friend in mind who I yeah, can think of like, well, that, who I will not it's name. A capt- but... It's a captive audience, but they can get stoned out of their minds, so it's okay. So, uh, and and I think I'm, I I think in that case, especially if you're young, like I, I give someone a pass for that. Like if you're like 2019 or something, and and all your friends are going to go see Dave, you're probably thinking like, well, there's going to be a bunch of cases of beer. What else am I yeah. going to do? So I get yeah. it. But even more than that is the actual answer for which band most Wisconsinites have seen at Alpine Valley, and that's Jimmy Buffett. 
<laughs> that is the true Wisconsin staple is seeing Jimmy Buffett at Alpine Valley, which I have not done. But it's, I, it's fun, it, I know a it's lot funny. of people who have. It's really funny because my my ex roommate from college was a, a recovering parrot head. I'll say. <laughs> oh my god! In a way, in a way, isn't Jimmy Buffett a recovering parrot head because he doesn't he's sober now? <laughs> <laughs> but like. Like every once in a while, he would have the you know, like you have old T-shirts you wear to sleep, and he'd come out in a Jimmy Buffett shirt. We're like, "What is that?" <laughs> and yeah. he and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's this, like the way people follow the Grateful Dead or Jimmy Buffett. He did that, or sorry, the Grateful Dead or like Fish. He did that with Jimmy Buffett. He like I, followed. I, I, I was <laughs> on a boat once, my uncle's boat, and he was put the music on, and he's like, "You like Jimmy Buffett?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> it it is it is maybe the 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 like ur boomer artist yes. like I, I think maybe Jimmy Buffett, which brings us back in a way back to the initial start of this conversation of like sort of generational bands, and and like mm-hmm. this movie like really throws in a lot of like like sort of the boomer icons that sort of either a view themselves as like kind of edgy artistically like the doors or edgy politically. But, but I think Jimmy Buffett sums up that generation better than any other musical artist, but I'm, I'm happy to have you guys push back on that. No, I, so I, I agree with you and I think I agree with you because in a way I oddly admire Jimmy Buffett because by all accounts, he is talentless. <laughs> he has, yeah. Uh, uh, can can anyone? He's more or less a one hit wonder. The well, average, you know, I know two Jimmy Buffett songs. Yeah, I, I, like I'd, I'd, I wouldn't say one hit wonder, but but okay, uh, but, but 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 then again, all of his all of his hits sound the same, so maybe. But yeah. I, I see what you're saying, Doc. Yeah, like, I, there's I, something so about it. Just, he has he has he, big one hit wonder energy. He's Yes, he has big one-hit wonder energy, and somehow he parlayed this into an empire. They had a <laughs> restaurant for a while. There was a restaurant. There, restaurant there chain. Two, they're still two, there. They're still around. There, there's Margaritaville, and there's, I don't know, these are still around, Cheeseburger in Paradise. I remember Cheeseburger in Paradise. Two that was the one that was sep- in Madison, right? Or Middleton? Yes. Yeah, there was one in Middleton, yeah. Two separate franchises of restaurants. Uh, You know, respect <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean get your money and he just hangs out in tropic areas and plays you know yeah <laughs> yep. no i get it it's his vacation music he just hangs out and plays vacation music i mean aren't we all just searching for that uh, lost shaker assault yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and let me be clear like there's nothing wrong with like music that's just about relaxing and having a good time i mean i just obviously jimmy buffett it's just baffling how he became so big, but in, but in a way he's like kind of an uh, like an analog for a Forrest Gump, where it's just like not that talented, but just really finds his dude? way, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, may I actually uh, change my answer or give a different answer yeah. for for millennials? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I think it's Britney Spears because I feel like Britney is the perfect combination of Forrest Gump and Jenny. Ooh. Okay. She's had a lot of success early. Then mm-hmm. she had sort of a a Jenny drug phase where a lot of lot of drama. Struggling, shaved her head, uh, made a comeback, and now she's like doing Vegas stuff. So well, she's she's got to get freed. You know about the free Britney movement, right? I don't. 
So um, her parents are like, is it uh, they're conservatorship? They're is that what it is? Conserva- that- yeah, uh, conservatorship. Yeah, so like there's this thought that her parents are sort of like <laughs> trapped her in and like like have control of her right now and that she's sort of like living in like a you know essentially a prison built by her family right now and they have power of attorney and mm-hmm. acts, like they they decide how much money she can have and whatnot we got to get q on this guys <laughs> <laughs> free britney we got to get that weird creepy guy that did the richard simmons podcast whatever happened to him oh yeah, mm. yeah. remember that that sensation then everyone sort of dawned on them like what is this guy doing <laughs> Yeah, that was, yeah. that was the thing for a little bit. Um, Rob, important question here. Um, what is your favorite tube-shaped food? Another another favorite question of the bus stop uh, episodes mm-hmm. for me. So I've I've thought a lot about this while um, walking an Etch-a-Sketch route around my neighborhood. Um, I think uh, a pretty natural one for me. I've got two, and I'm not sure which I would choose. But uh, if if burritos count, yes. Um, I oh, love burritos. I um, I would eat a burrito if if I could choose one food to eat for the rest of my life. It would probably be burritos. Um, mm. So if that counts, I'll take burritos. If not, this is my diabetes answer is uh, <laughs> Swiss cake rolls. Mm, yeah, those are good too. I don't like Swiss cake rolls, but I mad respect for that burrito answer. Stunning uh, that I, nobody. I don't think anyone has said that. No, stunning. No. Huh. It's that's a very good answer. That's great. Uh, what's your favorite meat on a burrito, Rob? Uh, carnitas. I'm a big. I'm a big pork burrito guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rob, do you have anything you want to talk about specifically about Forrest Gump? <sighs> I think I've said all I have to say. All right, man. Duff, Joe, do you guys have any other questions for uh, for the closer here? No, the bus driver's gives us the evil eye. So. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm just gonna get off for a second and pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're just gonna pull up to the stop sign, but don't freak out about it. <laughs> uh, well, Rob, thanks so much for for coming on and uh, in closing out our bus stop, uh, our bus stop friend experiment that we did with this podcast, doing this every three weeks, having a, a guest to just uh, you know uh, to make it okay. Shoot the s, right? Shoot the bull. What is what, shoot the bull crap? Huh? Chew the cud. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I love listening to you guys. Um, I know I'm one of like 30 people, but um, I love <laughs> hear- I love hearing what you guys have to say about movies and life and hearing stories. So I just want to say uh, from all of your listeners, uh, thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you for thank, uh, thank being you. part of our Patreon and getting a selfie from us once a month. That's you deserve. You're the real hero among us. Worth it at twice the price. <laughs> Don't tell Rob that. <laughs> uh, uh, listeners, uh, if, if you if wa- you pay twice the price, we'll give you two selfies. <laughs> That's <laughs> Duff has two feet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you uh, if you want to know more, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash the midnight boys. And, uh, you know, we are uh, getting close to the end of this, yeah. but this is our last bus stop episode. And uh, thanks a lot for all our guests that we've had on.